Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This episode is This Too Shall Pass, Generational Names. Hello and welcome back. Thank you for being so understanding while I took a break in episodes of This Too Shall Pass. I gave you one a fortnight ago and now here's a second one and hopefully I'll be able to keep these up. I've figured out my schedule a bit better. This one is about generational names, which is something most of us of European descent have never heard of. My daughter and I share our middle name. I also happen to share this name with all three of my sisters. It's Rose, if you're curious. This is probably the closest most modern Western families get to generational names. I want to emphasize that this is not the same thing as naming a child after his or her parents, at least not the Korean generational naming system. This system is known as the Dorimja, and it's seen less often these days. The Korean generational naming system involves a single syllable in a given name that's shared between all members of the same gender in that family in that generation. I should probably explain Korean names a bit further. As I mentioned in the introductory episode of this series, most Koreans have a single syllable surname and a two syllable given name, though there are obviously variations on this. The generational name is one of those two syllables in the given name. Oftentimes, the syllables switch places between generations. So, for example, a mother could be named E Yumi, her sister E Sunmi. Yumi's daughters could be Kim Mira and Kim Mina. So, Mi is the syllable that switches places. Lady Hyegyang, my source for much of this last series, actually has this practice in her family. Her father, Hong Bong Han, is half brothers with Hong Jun Han. Hong In Han, Hong Yong Han. So Han is their generational name, coming as the second syllable. Lady Hyegyang's own brothers are Hong Nak Im, Hong Nak Shin, Hong Nak Im, Hong Nak Ruin, and her half brothers are Hong Nak Wu, Hong Nak Dong, and Hong Nak Yi. Nak is their generational name for men in her generation, and it comes as the first syllable. If you're curious, her paternal grandfather's name was Hong Hyun Bo. So based on the pattern seen in the two later generations, I'd imagine her paternal uncles were Hong Hyun, second syllable. Hyun Sung would be my guess if I was forced to guess one of his brother's names. That's a more popular men's name these days. I don't know what were popular back in those days. These days, this tradition is fading. 
But I do have one example from my time teaching, which was only about 12 or 13 years ago. I'll be making up a surname so this former student doesn't get called out. As far as I know, her husband didn't have a generational name in his generation, but they decided to use it for their children. This mother, instead of using the family generational name, visited a fortune teller, which isn't that different from reading an astrology chart, so don't laugh too much. The fortune teller helped her pick out an auspicious syllable for her first son's name, Kang. So her oldest son was Bak Kang Un, which was great when she had just one son. But then she had a second son, and Kang can be a difficult syllable to pair. Thankfully, she was able to settle on Bak Kang Il for her second son. And then she found out her third child would be a son as well. She was slightly panicked, but thankfully, the most common name to go with Kang was still available. So she named her youngest son Bak Kang Min. Obviously, her sons will decide on their own if they'll follow this tradition. I will tell you that all three boys were so sweet and I really enjoyed teaching them. Plus, their mother brought the loveliest baked goods regularly. So this little tradition brings back happy memories for me. Outside of Korea, generational names are used. I'm not as clear on these as I am with the Korean version due to having lived in Korea. From what I can gather, and yet again, I'm so grateful to Columbia University, their website on this is amazing. A traditional Confucius saying would be used in China. Each generation would use one syllable from the saying in order. This is really helpful for keeping and tracking genealogy. I do understand that Vietnam also uses this tradition, but I can't find the details. If anyone knows this, I would love to put a further explanation up on social media, so please let me know. Thank you all for joining me for this quick little episode, and hopefully these will come back as a regular thing. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.